0: Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie and I'm Tommy and you're listening to Series 10, Episode 4, A Drop of Water. And let's start it off with some announcements.
1: Our first announcement is a reminder to all of you that there are two Kickstarters running right now for some beautiful enamel pins made by... Two of the artists for our RPG, Manifest the RPG. Uh, the pins are not directly related to Manifest, but that doesn't matter because they're flippin' gorgeous people. Alan Panicle and Andrew Thompson are two of our main artists for Manifest, and their pin collections still have about 10 days left on the Kickstarter, so go check them out. If you back both projects, you actually get extra stuff, because they're kind of running these Kickstarters in tandem. Andrew's Kickstarter is the Banishment pin collection, and Alan's Kickstarter is The Ancient Ones Pin Collection. Uh, Go search them up on Kickstarter. Take a look at what they got going. Uh, They're really, really close to being funded, and they're super cool people, so you should support them.
0: (laughs) And speaking of Kickstarters and Manifest the RPG, uh, as you guys know, we ran a Kickstarter this spring, uh, and we are now open for late backers, which means that if you missed us during the spring but uh, have the extra... Extra cash to pledge now, uh, or if your friends missed us and uh, you can conjole them into joining you into grabbing a book or a PDF, uh, now is the time. Uh, anyone who late pledges can in fact get the core rule book and uh, entry to the discord and all the stretch goals. Uh, this ends July 7th, This is the last time that uh, the stretch goals will be included in the price of the book uh, or the PDF. So uh, now is the time. Uh, Head on over. You can get there either through uh, searching us on Backerkit or our Kickstarter, which was Kickstarter.com slash Manifest the RPG, or on any of our social media or our website. So go there. Hit the link and send us your support. For those of you who already have supported us, uh, you have surveys in your inbox. Go fill them out.
1: There's some really cool add-ons in uh, uh, there's some really cool add-ons there. So take a look, fill out those surveys and get your sweet, sweet manifest swag. But that is it for announcements. So let's go ahead and move into words with the GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This Words with the GM is about Series 10, Episode 3, Rest for the Wicked.
0: In this past episode, we had our first downtime. That is the uh, period after a, a score where kind of everything comes home to roost and uh, the, the characters have a little bit of time to achieve some of their goals. This is uh, one of the three phases of the game in general because we've got free play and then the score and then downtime. Uh, so with downtime, it's probably the most structured of all of the play phases of the game and uh it's divided into four sections there's the payoff where the crew receives their rewards for a completed i guess or failed score <laughs> Uh, heat where um, the crew deals with kind of the fallout of their actions through um, notoriety or punishments of some kind uh, if they were sloppy or had uh, some really bad luck. Uh, There's entanglements where the crew uh, faces trouble from the law and the city and then also um, rival crews and gangs. And then there's downtime activities where the crew, uh, as individuals, indulges in their vices to reduce stress, uh, works on long-term projects, recovers from injuries, and a list of a couple other things as well. So that's pretty much the shape of, of downtime as a whole.
1: One thing worth pointing out about the way uh, we chose to do downtime is it kind of goes a little bit against how it's presented in the book, it might not be the traditional way to approach downtime. Uh, there's really nowhere in the book that indicates that you have to act out every scene and and take as much time as we did with each downtime activity. Uh, it's actually really, really easy to have downtime be kind of a quick bookkeeping element of the game where you're just like, these are the couple things we're doing uh, in the downtime between jobs, some time passes. We do a montage. All right, let's move on to the next score, Uh, which can be really appealing to a lot of players because it lets you just jump from action to action to action, right? You can always just, every time you're playing blades in the dark, you're basically just sprinting into the next score. And uh, the score, as we've seen is really, really fun and cool. Uh, And so, uh, downtime as kind of a bookkeeping element uh, helps you uh, fill in the blanks between scores without really having to wait a long time between them. However, you know us here on Essential NPCs, we love to roleplay, <laughs> and you know in our in our eyes, there's just so much uh, meat there and opportunity for. Um, Discord between the crew during downtime uh, that we we just couldn't resist playing out and and walking through some of the scenes uh, instead of just like quickly talking about them and moving on. We you know we we love inhabiting the bodies of our characters, but basically uh, what this shows is that uh, you can do downtime either way. Uh, you can do it more like how it's intended in the book, where it's a little bit of a quicker uh, bookkeeping between scores, or you can do it how we did, where you kind of Take the time uh, to play through each scene and see how it informs the relationships of the various characters in the crew.
0: One thing to take into consideration is that role playing every single downtime activity, which could be as many coin as a character has, uh, could take a long time. So, what I would recommend is giving each player at the table uh, a chance to role play one of their downtime activities and then kind of switch into the more bookkeeping or a shorter scene for for the the second third fourth fifth Uh, unless there's something really interesting that either the player wants to role play or you think it would behoove the table to to see happen
1: whatever way you choose to do downtime i do i do think it's one of the one of the coolest elements of the game uh in this in this particular uh campaign we we have a very singular focus um on what we're attempting to do Uh, for instance uh when we're when we're leveling up our crew um and choosing our quote unquote scores, we're not really worrying about like expanding our crew's turf and assets, right? Which is a thing that you can actually focus on a lot. In a, in a game of Blades in the Dark. There's a whole crew sheet with a ton of awesome things that you can, like, work towards. But given the given the narrative that we are in, growing our crew's turf and reputation and, and acquiring more assets for it, it isn't really uh, appealing to us because we're trying to run away from town. So that's limited the amount of uh, long-term projects and assets acquiring that we've been doing. But there's something really, really satisfying as a player to uh, start a clock that is like one or multiple downtime activities that you're working towards. And in between scores, watching that progress go up. So you're not only leveling up your character and helping contributing to leveling up your crew, you're also doing this other thing that's going to be useful down the road, right? And you can kind of all together watch as people's projects come closer and closer to fruition. And and like all of that is stuff that you could absolutely do in any other game. But sometimes you're not always given the opportunity because of the way that gameplay progresses at the table. And uh, this kind of structured version of downtime uh, really, really empowers the players to make some interesting choices. So I, I definitely like it a lot.
0: And as a GM, it's also the time where your players are really cashing in their resources, spending coin to improve their efficacy or to do other activities, um, additional activities. And also they're spending their rep and really using what they have on hand to create the world that they want to play in. So it's a really interesting dynamic where in downtime, it's sort of what the table makes of it all together, which I really like. It's a it's a pretty collaborative experience uh that i think is really enjoyable around the table
1: but our first downtime is complete and we still have a lot to achieve if we want to try and get out of duskfall with all of our limbs intact so without further ado let's move on in and listen to series 10 episode 4 a drop of water
0: enjoy
2: hello neighbor i'm brother theodore Growing up in Duskfall isn't easy for most, but I've been blessed to have a wonderful life in this nightmare city. Do you have a moment to talk about The Church of Many Tentacles? Our fantastic, legitimate religion has four easy-to-follow tenets that guide our path. We strive to be good neighbors, help the elderly, usher in the end times, and recycle! Using these goals as my compass, I was able to open my own cozy little tea shop in six Towers. Radich's tea and tea accessories is a great place for the community to find some respite from the endless darkness and daily horrors of the city. Our congregation has been meeting there while we make preparations for the church's most important ritual. After months of planning and gallons of tea, we were finally ready to summon Aralax, praise be their many tentacles, and let them recycle the world. Aralax arrived, bestowed their glorious destruction on the surrounding area, and then disappeared, just like that. Most of our members were recycled. It was only through the grace of Aralax's many tentacles that I survived to continue our mission. I'll admit, I was very disappointed when we failed to usher in the end times, but it was a good first step. I'm rallying the surviving congregation, we're getting out of Duskfall, and we're figuring out our next steps. After all, starting over is just another term for recycling.
3: Hi. They call me Brother Dub. They say one man's trash is another man's treasure. I'm fond of tinkering, and there's plenty of treasure to go around. It's amazing some of the perfectly fine things people will throw out around Duskfall. It's ridiculous how offended they get when they find me in their dumpsters digging out their slightly damaged treasures. Even a broken thing can be remade, and that's what I specialize in. But it's gotten me into trouble. Sometimes I get so excited I forget to tell people I've improved their treasures, and they don't like that. But that was all before I met Brother Theodore. You see, the Church of Many Tentacles admires my abilities to recycle what I find. It's one of their main pillars of their belief. And for the first time, I I feel accepted. Now I have purpose, and I can finally make a difference with my talents. Recycling for the greater good. At first, I wasn't entirely sold on the end of the world part. But Brother Theodore kept telling me that the world is just a bigger treasure that needs recycling. And I specialize in recycling.
4: My name is Brother Gawk, and I've never been the luckiest guy. The people at the orphanage used to say I got left on every doorstep in Six Towers. As a kid, I wound up in a gang of street urchins pilfering coins, secrets, and ghostly echoes for the reclusive vampire Lord Skurlock. But no one stays at Ragamuffin forever. <laughs> Eventually, I aged out of gutter sniping and had to go into the pickpocket business on my own. It turned out I had also aged out of not getting beaten half to death when I got caught. (laughs) Until I met Brother Theodore. I was red-handed, but he was just nice to me. He invited me to his shop, gave me some tea, and introduced me to the Church of Many Tentacles. When I was initiated as Assistant Ritualist, everything felt perfectly set up to give this horrible world the ending it deserved. So how did it all go so wrong?
5: Brother Dirkman. Hi. Look, this won't take long, will it? Okay. I got involved with the church after I fell out with the Abyssal Legionnaires. You know, the hired guns they use on the Leviathan Hunters. They taught me to shoot, I guess. I don't know. The finer points, maybe. seems to me it's a skill you're born with, but maybe that's just because I'm so fucking good. Whatever. So, yeah, I spent a lot of time beyond the lightning fence. A lot of time. Deathlands will fuck you up. They should have been consumed in the almighty Maw of Aralax, you know, just like everything else. I am so pissed that ritual went wrong. (sighs) Oh this oh this is Admiral Quibbles. She was Vice Admiral until just this morning. She's worked so hard, she's earned it. Yes, yeah, yes, she has. Yeah, she has. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know pigeons don't have military ranks that we know of. Anyway, yeah, uh, before that I was just a powder boy, and before that I was a chimney sweep. Just a bunch of dingy, tiny, sooty places. So yeah, you know, that's why I'm so goddamn cheery all the time. We done? We're done.
1: Well, hello. My name is Morgan, or Sister Morgan if you want to be proper. If you've ever found yourself in one of the many underground poker halls in Duskval, you might just recognize me. I have an easy face to remember, after all, seeing as my Taikarosi heritage has left me with this beautiful ash-gray skin and striking red eyes. Now, I've always had a bit of the gift of gab, a way of convincing others to do and think what I want them to. But even I have to admit, I am burdened with a short temper, a byproduct of growing up among street thugs and gang enforcers, I'm afraid. When I was running with the Bravos, if someone crossed me or my crew, I'd be the first in line to snap them in two. But once I joined the Church of Many Tentacles, I've made a point to follow its tenants in an effort to be a little more neighborly and avoid such unpleasantness when I can. The church has given me the one thing I never could find with the bravos a family that actually gives a damn about each other. So, if keeping a cool head and giving folk the benefit of the doubt is what it takes to be a part of this family, well, that don't seem half bad. Still, every once in a while, someone needs to be put in their place and, well... Sometimes I just can't help myself.
0: The last time we left the Church of Many Tentacles, they had just completed a score to secure one of the elements that they need to complete a ritual to get out of the city of Duskfall. Their group was a part of a larger organization trying to bring about the second end of the world. And for some reason, that... Failed, uh, And these guys are the only ones left uh, that we know of. We've heard rumors of a sixth member wandering around Duskval, but haven't been able to locate them yet. Uh, so our intrepid cultists are now uh, uh, continuing on their journey uh, to decipher and procure the necessary components for the ritual to get out of the city. And that's where we find them now. What's the next thing on the list? Uh,
4: A drop of water.
1: I don't suppose that just means some void water that we can go and just find.
4: I really doubt it's void water. In fact, this ritual kind of seems old enough that it might be referring to just actual water, but I have been thinking about it. And if a breath of air was a ghost a drop of water could be leviathan blood? Do you think
5: even just ectoplasm would fill the bill? I mean like does it have to be pure?
4: Could it be partially refined? I don't know. Uh well, the breath of air wanted a ghost like fresh, right? Right mm. right from the body. My, my guess would be crude, raw unrefined leviathan blood which you know is kind of a tough prospect considering all the leviathan hunters are docked right now uh dub didn't you know a blood dealer
3: yes jewel she sold us some bad blood i'm pretty sure it didn't smell right so not 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 our friend not our friend no 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 but Perhaps our source of uh, Leviathan blood.
5: I suppose we could hit the stores. Wouldn't that would make sense. It's not a friend we could take from. I'm not giving her money. But that, I think that goes without saying, Brother Dub. Yeah, that makes sense.
3: What does bad blood mean? Well, you see, it's a term that means that two people didn't get off on the right foot or don't get along. So it just like any blood, if
5: it's outside the body, it just like congeals
4: and goes bad, you know, like blood that has gone off like goat milk, you know, gets all moldy and gross, sour, sour goat milk, Leviathan blood.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. We're getting off topic.
1: It seems (laughs) to me that that if if we're going to be stealing some Leviathan blood maybe we don't want to target the person who dub suspects uh de- deals in congealed curdled foul blood
5: especially if we uh, seem to need it fresh i mean i mean we would probably have to hit a refinery to get to get something that's as fresh as that yikes uh, those are going to be pretty well guarded yeah that's no joke
1: come on fellas we just took on the spirit wardens not but 3 days ago you're going to tell me you're afraid of some factory workers?
4: I'm afraid of Leviathan hunters. Yeah, yeah, you should be. I can
5: tell you those guys are not very pleasant.
1: Ah, but if you are familiar with them, then we have someone who knows how they think.
2: Yeah, I guess that I guess that is true. Well, um, I would say before we go and rob a Leviathan blood refinery, maybe we could cross-reference this ritual with you know, some other knowledgeable arcanists in the city, see if maybe we can be sure we're stealing the right thing before we just knock over a Leviathan blood refinery. Yeah, that sounds really prudent, Uh, Brother Theodore. You (laughs) always seem to know the
5: next step. So who did you have in mind? Is there a specific arcanist you might know or... I mean, I guess we could open up the question of the group. I know I
2: can say I don't really know anybody who deals in that stuff. Well, we could certainly go uh, and speak with Attican. Um, he doesn't share our faith, but he's been helpful in the past and probably will continue to be. I hope. Yeah, he knows a lot about
4: rituals, but I don't think he likes me. Why, why do you say that? That's what you say about everybody. It's just a feeling I get. He looks at me like he doesn't like me.
2: Uh, I will put a hand on Gok's shoulder. Brother Gok, you are the head ritualist of the Church of Many Tentacles now.
0: (laughs) Sometimes
2: people won't like you, but you still have to do your job. (laughs) So he definitely doesn't like me, right?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Well, how about I tag along and let you know, Gok?
4: Yeah, let's go.
5: I guess I guess while you while while y'all are taking care of that, I can go check in with our uh, with our new friend with the blue coats and see if they're uh, catching up onto us.
2: That sounds like a great idea, Brother Darkman.
0: Okay, so um, Gawk and Morgan are going to see Attican. Is anyone else going with them?
2: Uh, I was going to go with them as well.
0: Okay, uh, so Brother Theodore will come along.
2: I might as well tag along
0: and Dub as well.
4: Oh, yeah, eh, yeah, everyone everyone else come, too. That's good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, okay, thank you.
0: So we'll do the big group, and then uh, we'll see what Brother Dirkman gets up to. Uh, you come to a oddly-shaped building. Uh, it looks like it's made out of like corrugated sheet metal, um, but uh, it's been sort of made into a round dome. Um, and then, uh, there are sort of like, sp- like glass shards, um, like, uh, cemented, uh, to it, uh, all over. Um, it- it's very spiky looking. Uh, and then on the top, there is a giant piece of like round glass, uh, that looks like it looks like someone's shining a disco ball into it, if that makes any sense. Uh, and uh, and uh, this is uh, where Atikin, uh lives and works.
4: Charming place. When you knock on the door?
0: Uh, there is a door, and you knock on it. And uh, as you do, you hear, Wah! Wah!
4: Who's there? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's Gawk i'm busy go away he doesn't like me i told you <laughs>
2: uh attican it's theodore i was hoping we could speak to you
0: now, nah, okay come in
2: we go in and i i turned to gawk and i he he just he doesn't know you're the head ritualist now <laughs>
0: uh so you open the door uh And um, carefully, because there are glass shards also on that, there's like a little tiny knocker that you use to knock on it. Uh, You open the door and um, it is uh, the dome is uh, covered in like uh Chris, like cut crystals uh everywhere hanging from the walls in this and the ceiling like i don't know where the walls and the ceiling ends but wherever that is it keeps going um also in the windows uh and uh and there's like a bunch of wherever there aren't uh crystals there are candles and so there's just like all of this light and all of this heat and all of this sparkle, and uh, on the floor, uh, in nothing but a pair of underwear, is Attican, and it's bloody hot. Ah, wow! So, what do you want? I'm I'm very busy. He draws like a line in the dirt and then like pushes it over. Ha ha!
2: <laughs> Attican, we were hoping we could um, get your expertise on uh, a ritual.
0: Why? Is uh, Daphne well? I'll
1: speak up at that. <laughs> <laughs> I say, well, of course, Sister Daphne is who sent us. Uh, and I produce a, a redacted version of the ritual, simply just the uh, stated ingredients. She just wanted some uh, a second opinion and sent us along.
0: Ah, very dangerous. That's why there's four of you. I understand. Well, Three and a half, ha ha ha! And then he like rolls a marble across the floor. <laughs> I see. Give it here. Give it here. Over here. Over here. Over here. Give it to me. Hand it. And he starts snapping, and so you can't put the page in his hand because he's snapping.
1: I'll set it uh, down as- nearby.
0: Ha. And he looks at it and he goes, Oh my <laughs>
1: One of our senior ritualists, uh, Brother Gawk here, has a theory as to what a drop of water might be. Go ahead and tell him, Gawk.
4: Yeah, I'm a uh, senior ritualist, so I thought that it might have to do with well, Leviathans are water demons, so it could be the blood of a Leviathan.
0: What? Can't hear you. Too quiet.
4: It might be the blood of a Leviathan. Leviathan blood.
0: Well Yes.
4: Yeah yes is in Yeah. yes I'm I'm right.
0: Yes. Ha 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 I'm I, right.
1: I did it. I'll try to gesture like cal- calm down, calm down.
4: <laughs> I was right. I got one right. Guys, I got one right. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Senior ritualist <laughs> Grown-ups are talking little one Shh, I'm sure what? I am sure So I don't know what this ritual is But it's a biggie Because as you can tell It's asking for a drop mm-hmm. I,
1: I'll, I'll raise an eyebrow at that Please do elaborate
0: what do you think a drop is to a Leviathan? what do you think is a drop? A drop? What our pesky human minds think? No, Daphne must know this. Why did she send you? Where is she? And uh, the candles in the room start to like get like darker.
1: Uh, I I lean in uh, in hushed tones, as if to not let gawk hear what I'm saying. I say, honestly. Sir, I believe this might be a test for Gawk. Uh
0: Aha! And uh, the lights immediately come back on. All
1: right. You you never answered your own question, though, and I surely don't have an answer. What question? A drop.
0: A drop! He points right directly at your face, like very close to your nose.
1: I I gently move his hand away from my face. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I step back. (laughs) (laughs) Please, sir, do enlighten us.
0: Well, you see, a drop to a leviathan is nothing. So everything is on a bigger scale. Everything is huge. And so everything, a drop. Why, that would be a whole drum, which would be so much for us and our power, And to bathe in it, and to die in it, it would be glorious. Was that die with an I or with a Y?
2: (laughs) Come on, Gawk, you know the answer to that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Theodore, come here, come here. And he he indicates that you should follow him, and he sort of, like, weirdly waddles, even though he's a grown man with no reason not to. Uh, Just walk normally over to the back,
2: I will follow him.
0: I know this is a test. I'm not sure for whom. But. And he he pulls. He he puts his like very long index finger underneath your chin and pulls you down uh, to his level and goes. But it's dangerous. You'll need many things. And you don't have much time. So. And he boops your nose. You're going to need this, and he reaches behind him, and from seemingly out of nowhere because again, remember he's in his underpants <laughs> he hands you a candle and says, "Light it, but once
2: will I know when
0: hopefully I don't
2: would you tell me
0: would I tell you what do you have a secret <laughs>
2: <laughs> attican you um when should I light the candle, and for what purpose?
0: Oh, yes. Candles can be very powerful. I should give you a candle. <laughs> and he looks around, uh, and he walks over, and he takes like a, like a, a gem, uh, like a crystal, off of, a, of, off of like a fishing line, which is like a, a, like a flat crystal, uh, and then uh, hanging from it is like a teardrop crystal. And he says, here's your candle.
2: I take it. Thank you.
0: You're welcome anytime. And then he says, No, damn you. And he picks up uh, what looks like a very expensive statue and throws it against the wall and says, Ha ha. So, senior, senior little one, senior little one, come here. Uh, yes, sir. You're good. But Daphne will have your heart if you do not learn don't fail and be confident the things you seek his eyes flick back and forth in between you and sister morgan (laughs) Uh. (laughs) they're very important but are distractions
4: uh how am i supposed to not fail and be confident at the same time
0: well that's up to you it's the puzzle And he he like when he he starts yelling and then he like holds both hands up to the sky and then without like moving his upper body at all, he sits cross-legged on the floor. And after a minute, he looks at you. Oh, hello. Can I help you?
4: I can't thank you enough for how much you've already helped. Really. Thank you so
0: much. Are you intruders? Get out.
2: Thank you very much for your help, Atikin.
0: Oh, hello, Theodore. Goodbye.
1: As soon as we get outside, I go, Gawk, it doesn't matter whether that guy likes you or hates you. He is off his damn rocker. Dub, he makes you look sane.
3: Uh, Dub's digging through a dumpster. Uh, he has been that whole exchange. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? Nothing, honey.
1: We're going. Okay
0: brother dirkman uh while this has been going on you've headed over to uh where you've arranged your dead drop with jellica uh uh, where is that
5: uh i believe the dead drop is going to be uh somewhere in char hollow just like a, a nondescript uh like drain pipe of a building where jellica leaves me messages about what's happening with the blue coats uh and i'm just gonna go there to uh you know, do my thing. You get like the the slinky noir music. I look one way, I look the other way, and then I duck down and grab the note. Um, and I won't open it there. I'll just go ahead and slip it into my pocket and head uh, uh, toward the tea shop before I actually look at it. I'll get out of Char Hollow before I open up the note.
0: So the note is just uh, a plan uh, for the Blue Coats for canvassing uh, in the next two days. They're focusing on. Barrowcleft because they think that's the best place to hide so it looks like at least for now uh they don't really have any information for you and Barrowcleft is the place other than Charter Hall that might be a little too dangerous a little too hot for you guys to uh to really get anything productive done
5: excellent well good thing we're not in Barrowcleft that's very helpful uh and Dirkman's gonna go ahead and walk uh Back to the tea shop. He's got a little bit of a mushroom meal in his pocket. And uh, as he nears the tea shop, uh, there's a flutter of wings and a, and, the, and a bird lands on his shoulder. And he's like, oh, hey, Admiral, how you doing? Uh, and he's going to feed a little of that mushroom meal to a, a pigeon that's landed on his shoulder. Good, good girl. Good girl. Where you been? I haven't seen you in a minute.
0: The bird just looks at you.
5: Oh, you're such a good conversationalist, Quibbles. You're the best. Uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and bring Admiral Quibbles into the tea shop with me.
0: Uh, so, uh, are you guys going anywhere else after seeing Attican?
1: Well, after we reconvene, we don't, we don't really know much more except for the fact that we apparently need a drum. Is that right?
4: If Attican is to be believed about anything, which, you know, is doubtful, but... (sighs) How am I supposed to be confident and not fail? It's like trying to pat your head and rub your tummy at the same time.
1: Out of all the things Attican said while we were there, the... The equivalent of a leviathan drop being a drum of the blood was one of his more lucid statements. So I think it might be safe to operate on that. It's just a matter of where, where we might find such a thing.
4: I think it was Dirkman who said refinery before, right? Yeah, a refinery. I, I feel like that would be the. It's either that or a leviathan
5: hunter ship, which uh, I would be. I think even harder to board than a refinery, than
4: higher, harder to break into than a refinery
1: and and just any old refinery will do just we just need to pick one out of a hat
4: you know since the order went out to dock all the leviathan hunters i imagine the wheels of bureaucracy have somewhat slowed the uh, probably the unloading process there might be some ships just docked that have it in their hulls like just drums waiting to be unloaded I mean, that's entirely possible, especially if they were
5: all called out at the same time and docked at the same time. The refineries wouldn't be able to keep up with the orders of all the ships. That makes sense. I will say there are probably people in that area who are looking for me personally, but you know, I've got disguises and stuff. I think it's a sound
1: plan. Dirkman, do you have any any particular knowledge of what ship is docked where and which one might be the best for us to target? Well,
5: yeah, I mean, okay. There's one that I worked on probably the longest. Uh, it's one of the older ones, so the security measures didn't really exist at that time. It was mostly like, you know, cram as much Leviathan blood as you can into a ship and don't worry about the actual layout of the ship. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's they usually put it at the end of the uh, Slipknot dock. Uh, it's... I don't know. I don't know if if there are any legionnaires guarding the blood that would be on it now, because, you know, that would be expensive and we are kind of in crisis mode. But I can definitely uh, find a place for us to secretly get in and
2: uh, sneak onto. It's a a ship called the Blind Rochelle. I can't think of a, a better ship to hit than one Dirkman is already intimately familiar with. I think this is the one we rob.
0: Okay. Uh, So you guys have chosen to rob the Blind Rochelle, which is Dirkman's um, old Leviathan hunter ship, um, or at least one he served on. Uh, So let's do the engagement roll.
5: So we have to be pretty stealthy to get onto this ship. Uh, We can't just walk onto the deck using the gangplank. The portholes on the ship are, are, weirdly enough, impenetrable from moving on the inside, but usually you can jimmy them back from the outside. So that would probably be the best way to get into one of these things.
0: Okay, so you guys are going to stealth through a porthole. So that's one die for sheer luck. I think this is pretty bold. So I'm gonna give you another die. You're not getting any aids from friends and uh, the crew actively hate Dirkman. So I'm going to take away a die. I don't think that they're generally expecting someone to sneak in through a porthole. They're pretty small. Uh, and uh, the, vi- the Leviathan blood is in drums, which are pretty heavy. So I will give you a die for that. I'm pretty vulnerable to this. And they are currently a higher tier than you are. I'm going to take away a die. Do you guys have any uh thoughts on anything I just said before I roll the engagement roll?
1: The only thing I could think of is is Dirkman if we chose a ship that Dirkman is uh specifically familiar with, so he knows the the layout, the floor plan where they store the stuff.
0: I'll give you a die for that. I think that's fine. And uh I guess we'll see what happens. Okay, so you guys are in a risky uh, or standard position. So uh, pretty much everything you do is gonna come from risky. If things get dicey, it'll go desperate pretty quick., uh, but if you guys are controlled and careful, you might be able to get it into uh, get yourselves into a better situation., uh, so all of your roles will be at risky until uh, unless noted otherwise. So, the docks of Duskval are ancient and old, and creaky and busy. Uh, less so than normal uh, because the lightning barriers are up and there is no in or out. Uh, but there are still people there, including bluecoats, uh, just making the rounds. Uh, the there are ships, big and small, uh, on the docks, and then the enormous leviathan hunter ships uh at the end parked at the end of each dock and it looks like they're actually there are a few in line moored to each other because they're all inside the barrier so uh what that means is that uh there are twice the number of leviathan hunters as normal just out and about in the city and since their home is sort of the docks area Uh, they are on the watch for anything suspicious. Uh, You guys somehow uh, made it all the way down across the docks and uh, were able to pry open a porthole on the blind Rochelle. And uh, you can feel the cold coming off of the void sea water as you stand there on the docks, pushing your way through this pretty tiny hole onto what Dirkman knows is uh, the fourth level below deck. So you guys are in uh, the Leviathan Hunter ship. It is cold and damp and musty uh, and sort of for lack of a better term, ghoulish, it is, the lighting is like extremely low and when it is, it is uh, like almost like a dim blue. Looking around, uh, those of you who aren't Dirkman can understand how Dirkman got the way he is uh, living on these ships. It feels like you would have to be sarcastic against the environment itself in order to just survive. So what do you do?
1: I'd like to mark off uh, as one of my three load a fine disguise kit. I would like to have myself uh, dressed in the appropriate attire to be handling the uh, Leviathan blood, whether that be a legionnaire or simply a deckhand, whatever uh, direction Dirkman would give me uh, beforehand. I don't know if my disguise kit is enough for me to make these uniforms for the entire crew, but if, uh, if so, I would do so.
0: So you guys are working on a timetable. Uh, what I would ask is that you use a flashback and one stress and be, and you would be able to create all of the, all of the costumes you needed in that short amount of time. Basically you stayed up all night.
1: Uh, yes, I will absolutely do that. Uh, Dirkman and I uh, stay up all night. He uh, d- directed me and assisted me in uh, creating the uniforms that are appropriate for operating below decks.
0: Uh, Yeah, so uh, you guys are uh, dressed in uh, believable Leviathan Hunter garb. Um, It looks realistic, even if uh, some of you don't generally fit the build.
4: (laughs) Gawk is figuratively swimming in this deckhand outfit. He does not make a fine stevedore. All right, Gawk. You're the deckhand, Sister Morgan,
5: you're a bosun, Brother Theodore, you're an engineer. Okay? Just in case anybody
2: asks, that's what you are. Wouldn't it make more sense to make Dub the engineer?
3: I want to be master at arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dub made that request last night when we were making the <laughs> when we were making the insignia and we were so damn tired, I just I just went with it.
5: It's okay, it's okay. Just ask him if you have any questions. So, the entrance to the tank. We're all going to need to get there on our own. Uh, we can't just, like, wander around a group of differing deckhands like like we're clearly on a heist or something. So I'm going to send Sister Morgan with Gawk up around the front of the bow. You are going to enter on the port side. Brother Theodore, you are going to go aft uh, and enter through the the aftmost door. I will take Brother Dub onto the starboard side. All right, does everybody does everybody know what, what, what the plan is? Uh, yes. yes.
4: Aye, aye, Captain. Let's go, Gok. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Dirkman uh, directs you to how you're going to enter the Leviathan Blood Storage, which is in the lowest deck in the belly of the ship, uh, close to the... Bow of the ship, uh, and you will all have to make your way there as best you can. Uh, so, what are you getting up to?
1: I am just going to walk as though I know where I'm going and I belong where I am.
4: Gok's initial impulse is is to to sneak and prowl around. Usually, that's what he does. But seeing Morgan um, being confident, he's going to try and emulate what morgan is doing and walk around the ship like he belongs
1: yeah we can make small talk on the way so uh
4: i saw you um you went out with uh with with dirkman the other day
1: oh yeah his uh his cousin actually is a pretty accomplished physiker a real asshole to be sure but he knows his trade and uh well that that spirit claw i got you know left me left me tingling for a few days and i thought might as well get it looked at
4: Oh, 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 you you were just you were just going to the doctor. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then we went out for drinks later. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, uh Yeah, I mean of, of course. Yeah. Uh did you have a good a nice time?
1: Mm, we did.
4: <laughs> oh, uh that's uh that's that's great. It's it's good. It's good that we're still uh, you know, we're all we're all good friends. Huh.
1: Yes. Friends is what we all are.
4: <laughs> Gawk is suddenly having trouble walking like he belongs here.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Sister Morgan and Brother Gawk, you are team. Uh, are you choosing to do a group action for your We Belong Here walk?
4: Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, and I'll All take right. and I'll take points so that if uh if there's any stress it goes to me, which I think narratively <laughs> makes sense here. <laughs>
0: it certainly does. So, uh let's uh see what you got how you guys do with consort.
1: Uh I got a 5. Oh, I
0: got
4: a 3. <laughs> so, I'll take a stress for me and well we'll go we'll go with what you did, Sister Morgan. We'll go with what you did. <laughs>
0: So you all, both are walking down the hall like you belong there, or so you think, uh, and, a, and a senior deckhand uh, pops his head out uh, from one of the rooms and goes, hey, you, uh, you two, over here, we, we got a spill. You got to help us clean it up uh, and uh, indicates that you should follow him. Come on, hurry. Uh,
4: I uh, have been given an order, and so I immediately go to follow it.
1: I I delayed just for a moment, like who the hell does he? Oh, damn it, he means me, <laughs> and I, I follow Gawk.
0: Okay, great. Uh, so this person starts like at a light jog, heading towards the stern of the ship, uh, and you follow him that way. Uh, Brother Dub and Dirkman, how are you uh, moving about the ship?
5: I think it would be probably best for at least Dirkman to uh, be sneaking. Uh, If Dub is amenable to that, we can sneak on together, because if anybody sees me on this ship, they may or may not recognize me, probably will.
3: I'm just going to follow in his footsteps.
5: All right, keep your head down. Keep your head down. The quarter coming up should be the one that's like the blinky light ones. So just like just like be cool and and quick and quiet.
0: Um, so are you guys uh sneaking together or would you prefer together. to sneak separate? <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, together.
0: Okay. So uh who is going to take the point on this sneak? I will. Okay, go ahead and roll.
3: Yeah, That is a six for Dirkman. My result is a four. Uh,
0: so, uh, with Dirkman's intimate knowledge of this ship and sort of every little like hidey hole and uh blind spot, uh, he's able to navigate you pretty much directly to the door that leads into the Leviathan blood storage area. Uh, you For a moment, see uh, what you could call a patrol, but is more just like a guy walking around seeing that everything's okay, um, not really equipped for anything, uh, and you easily just wait him out as he passes you and then continue on. Brother Theodore.
2: I'm going to follow the path that Dirkman laid out to get to the door I'm supposed to be at And if I run into anyone, I will just have a pleasant conversation with them and then be on my way.
0: (laughs) Not only do you run into people, you run into the first mate. Uh, She has fiery red hair uh, and is just as surprised to see you as you are to see her. What the blazes are you doing here?
2: I'm on my way to engineering.
0: Well then you're in the wrong place now aren't you?
2: I suppose so.
0: 50 push-ups. Now.
2: I do 50 push-ups.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have to re- you you have to roll- resist with prowess.
2: <laughs> that is a six.
0: Okay. <laughs> Get up you lazy scum. I do. All right. Well she she looks at you expectingly.
2: <laughs> Can I discern what she's expecting me to say?
0: Uh how much do you know about ship protocol?
2: I'm going to flashback. <laughs> and Dirkman's gonna tell me a lot about ship protocol. <laughs> <laughs>
5: So, when an officer gives you a command, you say yes, followed by their rank. These are the ranks. You got the bosun, you got the first mate, you got the captain,
2: you got the. Then this is how boats work. And they'll take it poorly if I say boat instead of ship, right? They will absolutely take it poorly if you say boat instead of ship. Got it.
5: Captain would be the highest rank. The first mate would be the the next down. The second mate would be the next down. Depending on the ship, there may be abyssal Legionnaires, in which in which case you're looking for an admiral, a vice admiral. Um, you've also got the the guild czar who will be in there. That's just, they'll they'll have a little G
2: and a C on there on their uniform. Pretty easy to recognize. Okay, okay, I think I've got it. Good, good, good. Can I discern what she's expecting me to say?
0: (laughs) She's expecting a thank you.
2: Thank you, first mate.
0: You're welcome. Now, you'll escort me down to engineering and we'll see what's going on.
2: Aye, aye. And I lead the way. (laughs) I guess I'm the distraction now.
0: (laughs) So um, with Brother Theodore uh, moving with the first mate down to engineering and uh, Sister Morgan and Brother Gawk headed to the stern of the ship for some unknown reason, that leaves uh, Brother Dub and Brother Dirkman uh, ready to go.
3: So do we find the drums of Leviathan blood?
0: So Brother Dirkman is sure that the, that they're behind this door. You just have to choose to go through it.
3: I say we go through it.
5: Yeah, I was going to go through it. I think that's a really good plan. Very smart. We go through the door. I'm glad I have you around, Dub. Uh, Brother Dirkman's going to try the door. Is it locked?
0: <laughs> it's not locked.
5: I'm not going to go all the way through the door. I'm just going to see if I can peek in and see if like the lights are on and there's like movement of any sort.
0: So you... Uh, and you peek in, and you uh, can't see anything because it is completely dark inside of this chamber.
5: That seems to me to be good news. That means there's probably nobody in there. I think I'm gonna go ahead and go through the door and uh, and make a hand motion to Dub to have him to follow me. That way, we're not just hanging out in the middle of a hallway in case somebody happens to walk by and is like, "Hey, what the fuck are you two just doing standing there?" I follow.
0: Okay, uh, so you both uh, enter the storage room. Uh, it is completely dark, except for the the eerie bluish glow from the hallway outside. And uh, it doesn't take very long for you to bump into a drum or, or something at least round and about waist height. A little bit shorter.
5: Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, light a... A shielded lantern that I brought along, so the the shield is facing towards the door, so at least it's not like a bright flickering light that's underneath whatever door seam is there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. So you can see, uh, this is uh, this hold is about half empty, uh, and the other half is stacked drums of uh, what you could assume. Is Leviathan blood. However, uh, you do notice uh, that one set of uh, drums are labeled with a blue triangle and the other is labeled with a black circle.
5: Blue triangle, black circle. I feel like since I've been on a ship, I should know what this means, but should I instead like study?
0: Uh, this is something you you weren't the uh, the packaging on the packaging end of Leviathan hunting. So uh, this isn't something that you would innately just know from your history. You could uh reach back into your brain and see if you remember it with a study.
5: I think instead, I'm just gonna wait for everybody else to show up, and then uh, I'm gonna say, "What the fuck you think that means?"
3: Two brother dub perhaps i could study
0: uh sure uh beca- because you don't have a background with leviathan hunting but you do have a background with leviathan blood through your less than amicable relationship you can roll with a lesser effect
3: yeah 4
0: so one of these is uh, certainly Leviathan blood. The other is a Leviathan ichor, which is drained from the lymph system of the Leviathans. But this is a weird ship thing. Who knows?
5: So basically, he, he knows that one of them means one and one means the other, but he doesn't know which is which.
0: Yeah, he can't remember.
5: <laughs> Great. Awesome. Well... Either we take them both, or uh, hopefully somebody can figure out which is which. I mean, we could just crack a barrel, I suppose, but I don't know what looks like what.
3: It'd be worth a try, I suppose. I don't see why not. Surely, ichor is quite different than blood. Sure.
5: I mean, we're we're, we're still waiting on everybody anyway. Might as well. And uh, I'm going to pop out uh, my probably my subterfuge supplies. I'm going to get like a... a a small like crowbar and like a, a tiny wooden mallet that just I can like tap gently so that I don't make too much noise and it just kind of loosens up the lid so I can pop it up.
0: Sure. You can go ahead and roll finesse. Are you opening the blue triangle or the uh red or the black circle?
5: I'm gonna say the blue triangle reminds me of lightning, and that makes the most sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna open that one. And that is a six.
0: Okay. So uh it takes you a little while because it just there's no way to do it quietly otherwise. Right. Uh, and you open it up, and uh, inside is what looks like Leviathan blood. You think that this is Leviathan blood, for sure.
5: I, I might as well wait till the others get here before I open the, open the other one. I mean, I want to leave as little trace as possible. How close are the others to the door?
0: <laughs> um, so, Brother Theodore, um, the first mate uh, turns to you and says, Brace yourself. It's not pretty. And uh, she pulls on a lever and uh, inside is a bloodbath. There are people dead all over this like pretty large room, uh, which uh, would be called engineering. You can count at least four people in this sort of like control area. And you can hear kind of like a bro ah, no, oh, uh down uh down further into the darkness uh weirdly none of the spark craft lights are on except for the ones in the engineering room. So it's just this gloomy glow that uh, that that reaches just a little bit into the the larger cavernous area and then sort of fades off into dimness um you're not sure what's down this in this like hold area, but it can't be good. Golly, that is a mess. <laughs> uh, and she has she draws out what looks like a sword thing, but it's it's a spark craft, uh, and it look makes her look real cool. So, brother Gawk and sister Morgan, you are following this other deckhand as he's jogging down the hallway. Uh, are you continuing to follow?
1: I, I believe so for now.
0: Okay, so um, he he gets to the door and says, deep breath, let's go. And opens a, a hatch, which had been locked, uh, as he pulls out what looks like just a big like metal pipe and uh, steps through. And he's like, oh, Brenna, have you seen it? What is it? Uh, and Brother Theodore is standing right behind a woman with bright red curly hair, who's carrying like a cool blue Sparkcraft sword, um, surrounded by dead bodies. Ah! He- <laughs> 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 Get a hold of yourself, Mister. This is what we trained for. What? <laughs>
1: what happened here?
0: It's loose. We've got a baby leviathan. I try
1: not to act surprised if it seems like I'm not supposed to be surprised that there's a baby Leviathan alive on this ship. Uh,
4: Gawk's eyes go wide and they stay that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it came out just as we were killing its mum. So we've got a chance to catch it and get some really pure stuff. We we could sell that to Lord Strangford for just about anything you like. So are you ready, folks? We're going to do it. This is the biggest adventure of your lives. Take a deep breath. Find something to hit it with. And she runs off into the darkness. <laughs> Her blue sword like shining in the, in the, in the otherwise black.
2: Uh, so it is just us and then this deckhand, correct?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: I will um, pull out a sparkcraft knife and mark off my unusual weapon. Uh, one of my three load. Okay. And I will look at this deckhand and I will say, you heard the first mate. What are you waiting for? Does he start running?
0: (laughs) 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 You know, roll sway.
2: Uh, I'm going to take two stress and push myself on this. Okay. That is a four.
0: Uh, So he goes, yeah, come on. Any, any, and he uh, pats you on the back and sort of pushes you in front of him. Uh, Not so much that you're, like, forced to run with him, uh, but he is definitely expecting you to come along.
2: I go along then, I guess, (laughs) and take more people away from the knowledgeable folks of our party. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'll I'll look to Gawk. Who is slowly backing away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll raise up a hand, and I go, Doc, you remember the way to the to the storage room, yeah? Yeah, I remember. Go there, get Dirkman. We're gonna need him. And I turn to join Brother Theodore. What? No! I, I, I stop and I turn back, and I go. I raise my hands. I go. How neighborly would we be if we didn't help them thwart, thwart this monster that's killing their crew? Uh-huh.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: go get Dirkman. You heard the first mate. This is the pure stuff. The best thing we can get.
4: I fucking bolt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll run to catch up with Brother Theodore and this uh, other deckhand. Uh,
0: You can tell by uh, his insignia that he is an ensign first class. Um, So, Brother Gok, you are running to the storage? That's right. Uh, it doesn't take you long. It seems like though you missed it before as you were kind of casually fitting in that uh, everyone's in a hurry and there are very few people on this ship. So you running around actually doesn't seem that out of place. Uh, it doesn't take very long for you to get from engineering, uh, to, uh, the bottom of the ship since they're both, uh, on the lowest decks, um, and you, you reach the hatch, uh, without sort of any true peril. Brother Dirkman,
4: oh, I'm so glad I found you. Okay, so there's a, uh, baby Leviathan loose in the aft of the ship and, uh, uh, brother Theodore and... Uh, Sister Morgan, uh, they decided to help the crew. Uh fight it, so um do with that what you will. Uh I'm guessing you found some Leviathan blood here. Maybe we can just use that. Maybe we can just take that and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You said that they had a perfectly good distraction and they decided to go with the distraction? Well, they said it would be neighborly to help. Oh my the people that we're robbing.
5: <laughs> yeah that sounds like brother Theodore's work alright perfect um I guess I should help them with that and make sure they don't get killed by a fucking baby leviathan mm, maybe I can pull them out of the situation and we can while the thing is happening we can just we can just
4: get off the ship that's uh,
5: why is everybody so stupid I don't get I just I can't, I can't handle this
4: I don't know but sister Morgan asked for you sister Morgan asked for you <laughs> Gawk, I'm the one with the guns, okay? I'm just
5: the one with the guns.
4: <laughs> Go to her.
5: <laughs> and, uh, Dirkman's gonna just pat him on the head, shake his head a little bit, uh, and then, uh, pull the, the long rifle from, from over his back and, and, uh, cock both hammers and, uh, and, and head towards the engineering room.
0: Yeah, uh, much like, uh, Brother Gawk, you find little to no actual um, resistance as you head towards engineering. In fact, you you should have noticed that there weren't a whole lot of people on the ship. I mean, it's, a, it's an enormous ship. There should have been more people.
5: It's really weird. I just haven't been on one of these in a long time.
0: Uh, but Brother Gawk and Brother Dub, you are still in the storage room. What's up?
4: I'm guessing you brought some kind of device to get these off, right?
3: Flashback. (laughs) Brother Dub is thinking to himself, how are we going to get these drums out? A dolly. Oh, but that's not very convenient to carry. Unless it was a backpack. Oh, this takes too long. I scrapped the dolly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and create a four-legged automaton that acts as a dolly.
0: <laughs> so, uh after you create a simple and very usable um backpack collapsible dolly backpack combo you're like no this isn't good enough and you find as many aluminum cans as you can uh, and form what can only be called a an aluminum can golem um, <laughs> that folds into a backpack uh, and uh, and has a little spark craft battery in it uh, and so uh, I'd like you to roll Tinker <laughs> Six, great. So you do, uh, and it uh, as you take it off, uh, you.
3: I pull the ripcord and throw it, and it lands on its four feet.
0: Uh, and it, uh, does it? So, how are you controlling it?
3: It's still controlled by a handle, <laughs> more like a lawnmower where you have to press the handles and it moves forward. This is a lot less practical than just a dolly, but I'm no amateur. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so you uh, reach behind your back over your shoulders and you just sort of like, Rip off this spark craft contraption, which as you rip it off, uh, kind of assembles itself. So by the time it lands on the floor, uh, it's for like weird spider leg things like catch it. And then it's little like loader bot arms, uh, reach out ready to pick up whatever is near it. Uh, and you are still holding onto its handle. Uh, so do you guide it, uh, to the black circle or the, uh, blue triangle?
3: I'll uh, guide it over towards the blue triangle.
0: So you guide it over to one of the blue triangle barrels and it and uh, it loads up one barrel, exactly what you built it for. Uh, And it is ready to go. Do you start walking it out?
3: Not quite yet. I'm going to perhaps I should wait for the coast to clear.
0: Okay. Uh, brother Gok, are you doing anything?
4: Uh, hemming and hauling, I imagine, but I think that's it for now.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, back in the engineering bay, uh, brother Theodore and, uh, has charged off with Ensign First Class someone, uh, after Brenna, the first mate, um, and, uh, and Sister Morgan has sent Gawk away, uh, and just as Sister Morgan, you are about to run, what I assume is run after Brother Theodore. Brother Dirkman uh, clambers in through the hatch.
5: Hey, where's the thing? Where's the what's the where's the where's the thing? Apparently, this way. Let's go. Uh, we'll run off down the corridor together.
0: So, uh, Brother Theodore, you. Uh, end up stopping just short of the woman uh who was addressed as Brenna and she says got your blood pump in let's you ready it's right over there and she's uh she's like got this sort of grin on her face and she's in a defensive stance waiting to be attacked by this baby leviathan what do you do
2: i will um take a defensive stance next to her and prepare for a baby leviathan to attack regular mastermind spider things
0: <laughs> so from the corner you can hear as if it's uh sort of making cooing noises if that's what a baby baby leviathan uh could coo that's what it would be Uh, And then you hear a, as it sounds to be chewing on something soft. And moments later, uh, Brother Dirkman and Sister Morgan, you arrive to this sort of defensive line that has begun. What do you do?
1: Can we see it?
0: No, it's in a darkened corner, conveniently behind a big piece of machinery.
1: I turn to uh, this Brenna character and I say, lead the way, first mate.
0: (laughs) I'd rather it come to us, don't you think?
5: Why would we want it to come to us? That doesn't sound like a good plan at all. That sounds awful. I don't want it anywhere near me. That sounds terrible.
0: Uh, So you see her eyes narrow for just a second um, as she seems to be pondering something uh, and her eyes are sort of glazy just a little bit in the bluish light given off by her sword um, and Brother Jerkman, you can choose to roll insight as a resist uh, to her recognizing you.:
5: I feel like I should probably do that. Oh uh, yeah, that's a five.:
0: uh, So you take one stress as you sort of like uh, turn your head and cough and sort of like change the timbre of your voice uh, just enough that uh, that she doesn't place you uh, I- immediately. If you think that we can pin it in, maybe that'll do. This is the I've heard of this happening but I've never actually seen it. But if we don't eventually it'll eat its way through everything. Do you feel confident? She looks to you guys.
1: Do you not?
0: <laughs> I like you. Are you new? Yes. <laughs> well welcome. All right. So I'm gonna go around the right hand side. You go to the left. Anybody feel comfortable going up the top?
5: I've got the top.
0: All right, then let's go. Uh, and she starts to move uh, to the right around the machinery. And uh, as you guys turn around the corner, um, you what you see is sort of just like a amorphous inky blackness um sort of moving around with little like pseudopods like chomping on what's left of what looks like a leg and uh and it seems to be sort of like suffering under the weight of its uh, uh, suffering under its own weight as it it does it's got a couple pseudopods like hanging like over like the the higher ends of of things like Trying to like keep its weight off of its own body, and it looks to you and goes, <laughs> "What do you do?"
5: Uh, I think as soon as Brenna gets into position, I'm going to push myself to use my sharpshooter talent, which means I can unleash a barrage of rapid fire to suppress the enemy. Just try and keep the thing in one place while we get while we get in position. Uh,
0: sure. So, uh, it it sort of recoils as much as it can from your stuff, and uh, and it seems. That any attack coming from it will be at at, uh, at great effect. Uh, Brother Theodore or uh, Sister Morgan?
1: Oh, I'm definitely waiting to see uh, what Brenna's got before I move in. I'm letting her make the first move. If this thing is going to focus its attention on someone, I do not want it to be me.
0: Okay, sure. So, uh, so she goes, Hwah! and she, she lunges forward and plunges her sword basically to the hilt into the the creature and it sort of like recoils and is like ah, yeah, yeah. and uh and uh lashes out with one of its pseudopods and hits her across the head and she recoils back uh but um like an like an oozy icery blackness starts to like pool on the floor underneath it uh and I will tick one tick on the uh baby leviathan it is a six clock
1: uh that's a clock to defeat it yeah yes as soon as it is uh focused on brenna who just added i'm gonna uh pull out uh two blades and rush forward and you said uh one of it was supporting itself by some some of its pseudopods that were just kind of up and holding on to things i'm gonna try and sever one of those
0: okay sure uh Go ahead and roll finesse or skirmish.
1: I got a six.
0: Great. Uh, so, uh, because your knives are not sparkcraft um, or magical, uh, that will tick. Uh, it, it is to a lesser effect, so it will tick two instead of three on this baby leviathan clock. You, uh, you sort of, uh, and it, and it recoils, and it, it releases um that pseudopod from uh above the machinery at dirkman's feet um but you don't feel like you injured it so much as got it to let go
2: i am going to try and draw the baby leviathan's attention um and hopefully set someone else up to to hit it much harder as i am not confident in my ability to physically harm this creature (laughs) and he said it was like cooing horribly yes well i mean i've seen some pretty terrible eldritch abominations uh and and i think i can handle this it's fair you know you you get a calm voice and you just it's okay just just calm down it'll be over soon just look right here it's gonna be fine don't worry (laughs) (laughs)
0: so is your goal to distract it or is your goal to uh calm it
2: i would like to distract it
0: yeah you can you can roll consort
2: is there a devil's bargain available here uh
0: so it without a devil's bargain if you succeed you will distract it and it will not harm you Mm -hmm. you will be you will have harm coming your way regardless of whether you succeed or fail, uh, if you take a devil's bargain.
2: I'll take it. That is a six. Uh,
0: If it had a face, uh, it would have turned to look at you, but instead sort of like the main lump of it points in your direction and uh, two pseudopods shoot out and sort of like hug you. (laughs) in like (laughs) the the worst mean hug there ever was. Um, And uh, you may choose to take Eldritch Crush as a level one harm, or uh, you may choose to resist it.
2: What would the resist be? Resolve. I will choose to resist.
0: Okay, go for it.
2: That is a six.
0: Okay, so you take uh, no damage, but are currently embraced by a baby demon.
2: They're there. It's fine. This is okay. (laughs)
0: Uh, And the next person to attack it will do so with great effect.
2: I will make meaningful eye contact with the people in this
1: room as if to say any time now. (laughs) Seeing Theodore, uh, uh, grasped by this thing and realizing my knives didn't quite do the trick. I think I am going to try and further set up Dirkman, uh, to take a shot to finish this thing. And I would like to check the final part of my load. Uh, and I'm going to, uh, grab one of the, a couple more of the pseudopods and try to kind of, uh, pin them to the ground and hold this thing as still as possible, uh, and yell out, pretend it's Sumner and take the shot.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and Dirkman, uh. Narrows his eyes at Sister Morgan, narrows his eyes at the creature, and the pseudopods turn into five little Sumner faces. uh, (laughs) And he's going to try and take a shot at each one.
0: And uh, Sister Morgan, please roll Skirmish. uh, And you will, uh, if you succeed, you will um, give Dirkman an improved position. uh, And it will be controlled.
1: I will go ahead and push myself. Okay. I rolled three fours. Uh,
0: sister Morgan, you managed to grab these pseudopods, but as uh, true to like, it's a form. Uh, it's, there are always more pseudopods to be had and they start, um, uh, reaching out and, uh, and hugging also mean hugging you to it. Um, in a, in a way that, uh, you are now basically trapped by it. Um, and uh, you'll take a level one harm of um, Eldritch Crush.
1: I believe I will choose to resist that.
0: Go for it. It is resolve.
1: I got a six.
0: Great. You take no stress, stress, but you are still entangled with it. Brother Dirkman, are you?
1: Brother
5: Dirkman is going to take the shot, and he is going to push himself for four dice.
0: Okay. So you are doing this to great effect from a controlled position
5: uh, that's a high five uh, so yeah uh, Dirkman's got Sumner's faces lined up in his vision uh, he takes a nice deep breath and uh, quick as he can f- tries to just shoot the damn thing down <coughs>
0: You uh, shoot at it, uh, cacao, 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 uh, and you can see the the uh, sparkcraft bullets just just peppering this baby leviathan. Um, and as you do, it sort of uh, deflates. And as it deflates, uh, it spreads like pancakes. And uh, both brother Theodore and sister Morgan, you find yourselves now encased in a in a in a demon icker. Coffin, for lack of a better term, uh with no air, no light, no water, and really no ability to navigate. Your situation has become desperate. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Great.
0: So brother Dub and uh brother Gawk, uh what are you up to?
4: Brother Dub, do you think you can take this from here?
3: I think so.
4: I have to be confident and not fail. Brother Dub, they need me in there.
3: <laughs> All right, good luck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Brother Dub, you're starting to walk this thing out of the ship?
3: Yes, I. it sounds like everyone's distracted with this Leviathan, so... Okay. Uh, I should just start unloading the cargo.
0: <laughs> so you take your, your little uh, aluminum... Can Walker and you start walking it uh, up the stairs uh, towards the uh, the gangplank, uh, which comes out of the two le- levels below the top deck.
3: And I will admit, I should have probably just used wheels. <laughs> I forgot to calibrate it for the
0: stairs, <laughs> Brother Gawk. Are uh, you're heading into heading over to engineering?
4: I'm running back.
0: So you arrive in basically no time, as things have gotten pretty dicey in this back corner. Um, Brenna, uh, who was knocked uh, unconscious uh, by uh, the big old slap that she received, uh, and uh, and the ensign has done literally nothing; uh, is still standing where you left him in the defensive line. And what what are what are you guys doing?
4: Uh, I I see. Brother Theodore and and Sister Morgan, like, encased in...
0: You can see sort of, like, their outlines.
4: So I'll be like, what's going
5: on in here? Oh, you know, nothing much. Just hanging out with the baby Leviathan. Everything is completely fine. Where is it? Look ahead of you. It's the giant black blob. What? It's a lot less lively than it used to be. Can you please let Morgan and Theodore out of its stomach? Or, you know, the equivalent of whatever a Leviathan fucking stomach is?
1: morgan's in there oh at this point i'm struggling as hard as i can with all of my strength to uh find some way out of this tangle of of black mass that i found myself in
4: okay uh i can do this i'm confident and i'm not gonna fail i am going to try to attune to this dead leviathan and see if i can get it to open its belly Uh,
2: I'm going to use uh, my foresight ability uh, to assist you with this. (laughs) I did, in fact, see your crisis of confidence coming. And there's a piece of paper that says, remember to be neighborly to yourself, Gawk.
4: (laughs) So I'm going to get out my demon bane charm and there's a note wrapped around it. And it says, don't forget to be neighborly to yourself, Gawk. And then I I like hold it out and like steal myself as best as I can and I like reach out with my brain into the ghost field and I like dr- with this uh Demon Bane charm I try to like like I I draw it through the air like I'm cutting it open.
0: Uh go ahead and roll a tune. I have a 6. <laughs> So uh, as you do, you make the cutting motion and it makes like the weirdest like nails on a chalkboard sound uh, as um, you sort of rip open the, the, this like tough outer layer of the skin of this baby leviathan and like this curdled scrambled egg membrane uh, like sort of like uh, bursts forth and and washes over everything around it and uh and uh brother theodore and uh and sister Morgan uh sort of like roll out and are are washed with the the uh underformed insides of this former creature uh and they are covered in just like black ooze
2: oh boy, that was not
1: great. <laughs> 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 I, I let out a bark and laugh at that as I set myself up, wiping the black out of my eyes and blinking my, se- my vision clear. And I see Gawk standing there and I look down at the mass he's he's carved open and I go, that was you. Uh,
4: I I blink my eyes, no doubt like this. All this substance has like spewed all over me as I was uh, cutting it open. Yeah. So I'm I'm just like covered head to toe in icker, and I'm like, yup, I
1: did this." <laughs> At this point, I look around for that ensign.
0: He has uh, passed out uh, and is like slowly floating in a little bit of a uh, a little bit of icker.
1: Dirkman finally gets down to the level you're on and says, "That's fortuitous." Save me the trouble. I try to hopelessly try to brush some of this stuff off of me, and it just you know slops on the ground, but doesn't do much.
4: I am already scraping some of the uh, like the the stuff that's caked on me into my spirit bottles.
5: Yeah, that's a good move. We should uh, we should save the barrel for the ritual, but might as well make some money on this job,
4: right? Yeah. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. Where's Dub? <laughs> You hear that? That's him. That thing is loud. I really should have used wheels on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we rushed to join up with Brother Dub after collecting some of the Leviathan blood. I didn't get very far.
0: So, uh, Brother Dub has made it down the gangplank and just a few boats down uh, this sort of like ancient metal docks. Uh, but... Uh, while he's getting weird stares because of this weird contraption, people kind of just are assuming it's some kind of hollow or something and, and are just kind of giving him a weird eye. Dub, let's see how well you're comporting yourself. Uh, can you roll consort for me?
2: I would like to use my foresight ability. And in planning this job, I did think it was probably an option. that brother Dub, while almost certainly wielding some contraption he's crafted to carry out a drum of Leviathan blood will have to talk to somebody on the docks. And so I have given him a fine cover identity. Uh, it is doc manager, Duncan F. Tar.
0: <laughs> uh, so you, so uh, you are assisted uh, brother Dub as you make your way uh, with the Leviathan blood across the docks.
3: I got a 3.
0: Okay, uh so that will tick uh two clocks on the evidence. Uh so uh you've filled up the evidence uh a a single time uh and that will add a one tick to the blue coat raid uh clock and then uh the evidence clock still exists and it has one tick now. Uh so you failed to look inconspicuous. <laughs>
3: Hi, hello, yes, I built this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but you you do abscond, you successfully abscond with this uh, Leviathan blood. Um, it just is very noticeable as you do. Uh, luckily, the meeting spot is not just the tea shop and you are able to uh, retreat there, which is not too far from where you are. Everyone else... Uh, you also are able to extract yourselves uh, and meet up with Brother Dub. Uh, you, too, look very um, odd. However, it's less conspicuous to be covered with Leviathan ichor, uh and semi-cleaned up and look like dock workers than it is uh, to basically have a spark craft contraption um i don't need you to roll you'll be fine uh so you get there uh and you have the opportunity to clean up before you head back to the tea shop with your successful loot and that's where we'll end our session this podcast has been brought to you by ENPC productions all rights reserved this series of The Essential NPCs podcast is based on Blades in the Dark, a product of 1-7 Design, developed and authored by John Harper, and licensed for use by EMPC Productions under Creative Commons Attribution. For more information, go to www.bladesinthedark.com.